the beginning of fantasy football draft in order to pick the order, what happened is you had to do a shot, drink a beer, run around the bar, oh god, do another shot, then kick a football like uh, one of those like the paper football fo- maple f- football through like a thing for like a goalpost. Oh, and the fastest times we got to choose what oh my one. god <laughs> and that's how it started and dude i remember roll a d20 like a regular nerd come I on did. it was i was like this is weird this is my first year in this league too i was like what the fuck and winning it at one point i got so drunk i walked like we stayed at a hotel i walked to the hotel with just a wife beater on oh jesus i kind of remember that i left my shoe at a tiki bar you left your shoe at a tiki bar yeah because i was like where did my shoe go and then keith was like it's not a tiki bar i was like why the fuck did nobody grab it? He's like, here's what happened, Mike. That's funny. A couple turned away, and you drank their entire margarita. <laughs> and we ran. <laughs> Welcome to the Basement Lounge Podcast with your hosts, Mike Shea and Mike Wells. Sit back, grab a drink, relax. Let's see where the time takes us. Enjoy. Our, uh, our Airbnb was on this strip, and uh, it, was, it was just bars for like five miles yeah, um, yeah we went to this one rooftop bar that was it was also one of those areas where it was like we we are too poor to be allowed to drink like we shouldn't be here yeah they're gonna smell us walking around like middle class um <laughs> middle class people <laughs> but we this upper ro- middle class yeah people. fuck you this rooftop <laughs> bar was so expensive um was, we were sitting like where's like the five dollar beers like holy oh, shit yeah. uh, but they had this so I'm a big foodie, and so they had these Wagyu beef appetizers, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you know anything, anything about Wagyu beef, but, like, it's super expensive because you can only get it imported from a certain area in Japan. Okay. And it's the way they raise it, the way they feed it. So it's supposed to be, like, the single most, like, tender, melt-in-your-mouth cut of beef, like, known to mankind. So five bucks for this appetizer was one piece of beef about that big on a stick in, like, a marinade with some sauce was five bucks. So we each got one. And we each took one bite, and we all just kind of sat there and had, like, a religious fucking experience. Just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is, we don't deserve to eat this. Fine. Holy shit. Like, we left, and I was like, I have a ribeye steak in my fridge waiting for me at home, and now I don't want to eat it. <laughs> so, you know, steak's good. So, you know, but it makes other steak good. looks like pieces of, sh- like, especially a ribeye. It did. I thought about making it for dinner, and I looked at it. I was just kind of like, shame on you. You don't deserve you to call yourself a steak. dirty whore of a steak. <laughs> Go back to the cow, you, you, you whore. We, we drank it until we drank ourselves stupid. We woke up the next morning just, you know, booze pouring out of our pores uh, just desperate for like something to eat and we wound up we wound up stumbling around another three miles because everywhere was so crowded oh god because because we where we were at was right by osu's campus yeah so it was just drunk and also while we were there there was a huge protest going on about the whole i don't know if it's called protest but demonstration about the whole israel palestine thing yeah yeah um which i got caught in at one point trying to get to the parking garage and so i was like i swear to god i'm not a part of this i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but um so we finally after three miles stumbled upon a first watch and i was like fuck it we're going in there first watch first watch is good shit what's the what's the craziest you've ever been drunk oh shit well you gotta remember i go to a pirate camp out every summer Oh, it, no, I'm interested. Have I not told you about Penzik? 
I know you want to. I know you go to. You didn't tell me it was pirate camp. So I knew. It's, it's I know all, you won't go camping. Yeah. So it's all pirate. Mid- like eleven thousand people go every year. Jesus Christ. Cooper's Lake Campground. We take up the entire fucking property. They they reserve the whole thing for us. Uh-huh. And so half half the property is campsites, and the other half is like markets, like shops. There are people. There are like restaurants and food vendors who set up like huge like restaurant sized dining tents with kitchens and you can go like, you know, get lunch there. And it's like fucking medieval style meat and potatoes, bread bowls with beef stew, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And you can go buy like authentic handcrafted medieval style instruments or leather work or for, I've got fucking furs like raccoon tails and shit up in a, in a bin in my, in my bedroom. That's fucking wild. And so, and then the campsites, it becomes like a fucking town. We're right by an Air Force base in Pennsylvania that actually will do flyovers and use the landmarks as tests for their trainees to see if they can, because they have to use landmarks to try and determine the average population size of an area while they're doing flyovers. Yeah. And they'll check in with like the registration booth and, and see like how close their numbers got at the end of the day. Really? Yeah. So we dress up in like, and, and our, our group is a group of pirates. So we like dress up in pirate garb. Our, my friend Chelsea is our, is our captain. She's who I was with in, in Columbus over the weekend. She took a flatbed trailer and built a camper on top of it. That looks like a fucking pirate ship. That's fucking wild. It is. The, I'll show you some pictures later. It's the coolest shit. Um, and we go to this thing every summer. It's for two weeks. The first week is family week where like you're encouraged to bring your kids. There's a lot more family friendly stuff. There's a curfew and a noise ordinance in place, that kind of thing. The second week, which is the week I go, was war week, which is like, if your kids are still here, that's on you. Oh, shit. Because it's a lot of late night parties, a lot of heavy drinking, a lot of debauchery. There's a thing we do. There's a, there's one night that's my favorite night of the week. It's called Swamp Fest. Because mm-hmm. there's, this, there's this series of camps down along the lake where it gets kind of swampy and marshy, and they call that the swamp. And as like one big community themselves, they set up just like almost like a block party of just go to this camp and they're doing this activity, go to this camp and they're doing this activity. This one's just handing out snacks. This one's got shots they're handing out. This one's got a fucking fortune teller, a fire twirler, people doing ribbon dances from the fucking trees and shit like. It sounds like a lot of yeast infections <laughs> at some point. It sounds fucking awesome. What the oh, fuck? You, you, it'll be 3 a.m. You're stumbling back to your tent drunk That's as fuck. fucking wild. And you'll hear somebody, like, you'll be walking past someone's tent and hear them fucking, fucking it. Like, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, la- last time, because we didn't have it in the last two summers, obviously, because of, pe- of COVID, but... Uh, the last time I went, yeah, the guy in our camp, two tents over from me, was, I mean, Jesus Christ, she was a screamer. <laughs> so I was like, I can't sleep, but, like, Good for you, man. Good for you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking. So I've I mean, yeah. So that alone, I've had some fucking doozy experiences. Um, but like the most fucked up I've gotten, I don't remember that night because that's how fucked up I was. I woke up the next morning because the way I met these people was it was friends of mine down in South Carolina who lived like two miles up the road from me. And a lot of them were friends from college and stuff like that. And just kind of mutual friends. And they would have parties every Friday yeah. at one of our guys' apartments. Cause he was the, the, he was the maintenance manager. So he could kind of just get away with whatever the fuck he wanted. He had like no rent. So he had extra money for these parties and he would, they would just get together and just drink every fucking Friday and practice throwing knives. We would do leather work practice and stuff like that. And there was one night I showed up late and my dumb ass, I hadn't known these guys long. My dumb ass was like, oh, I'm late. I better try and catch up with these professional oh, fucking drinkers. Fuck. I woke up the next morning in a strange bedroom, just kind of doing that checklist of like, okay, 
Am I alone? Yes. Okay. Thank God. All right. Where the fuck am I? Am I naked? No. Okay. We're good. All right. So what the fuck happened? I still have no, apparently I went in the bathroom at one point and just didn't come out. And then like three of them hoisted my ass upstairs to the spare bedroom, put a hot towel on my forehead, a trash can next to the bed and just left me there. And I was like, thank you. Jesus. I'm yeah. Trying to the drunkest I've ever two of them. I don't know if I told this story. Well, first of all, I know I haven't told this story. So one time, I think I was like, I just turned 21 or 22 and my buddy had a party at his place. And the only reason I knew I got this drunk is they told me. So apparently what happened was I woke up my pants down in somebody's yard. Fantastic. Like, like at 6am in the morning. <laughs> like, oh shit. Which is weird. I don't know why no way decided to check on me, but whatever. So apparently what happened was this guy was like making fun or somebody or something like that. I was like, I'm going to fucking piss on your car, <laughs> on your car. And the guy's like, what the fuck? And I was like, no, I'm going to fucking piss on your car. And apparently I just started, I walked over his car, pulled my pants down. <laughs> and that's point he started chasing me. <laughs> I just fucking fell over with my pants down. Did you piss on yourself? I, I, I do it. It was so dewy that morning. <laughs> I probably did. I'm assuming I did. But I was like, all my, I mean, it was just, oh God. Oh Jesus. <laughs> no, so I was like, cause like, I was like, what the fuck? I woke up and buddy David was like, yeah, you said, and I quote, I'm going to piss on your car. <laughs> you went over there, pulled your pants down and he started chasing you <laughs> and you fell. I said, like, you guys didn't bother to pick me. She's like, no, <laughs> you were going to piss on his car. We didn't want you to piss on us. <laughs> I was like, Fuck. And another time. I, so I, I started talking. One of the other drunker ones is like, hopefully my wife doesn't listen to this. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I talked to this girl on this dating website, like when I was like probably like 25, 26, mm-hmm. we talked, we never met at all. We just, I don't know what happened. I think we, we were like on match. We talked on match for like a really long time and we just never met. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I no idea what happened to this day. This is where it gets weird. So like I'm at King's table in Beaver Creek. Oh shit. Yeah. And cause that used to be my place I go to all the time. And right. also I'm like, I'm like, Hey, is that, I was like, is that Allison? And she's like, yeah. It's like, you're my, I was like, yeah. I was like, Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And we start talking. Like we're trying to figure out why we stopped talking. Cause neither one of us was like, start seeing anybody. It was just like, we just stopped talking. Just came to us, came to a halt. Yeah. And so me and her just get super fucking drunk, like super fucking drunk, having a good time. And she's like, Hey, you want to stop over at my place and go back to my place. And her place is literally like, if you leave King's table, you just literally go straight. And she lives off a road. Her house is right, right off the road. Well, apparently we end up fucking that night. <laughs> well, I know we end up fucking that night because at some point I'm like going down to her. It's like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, I'm like, I got whiskey I'm, dick. I'm it, too drunk to lick. lick. <laughs> like, I'm going to, that owl from the fuck, how many licks? I'm going to, I'm disappointed that motherfucker right now. And so I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm like, just start biting. And eventually, like, we just both pass out, like, straight up. <laughs> like, pass out in her pussy. You just, no. <laughs> Cause like she tried to give me a blowjob and wasn't, and I, and we were just like, we were just like both done. Fall asleep it was probably fall asleep with your dick in her mouth. Uh, well, it was, uh. it was weird. So I wake up the next morning, right? Okay. And I'm butt ass naked. <laughs> and I, I look up, get around. I'm like, All right, I know where I'm at. You know, she's right there. Whatever. I go to, I'm butt ass naked. I go into the living room and all of a sudden there she is. She's like, what, what? I was like, what? 
Then I started remember she had a twin sister. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> she lived with her twin sister and her husband. Wait, her sister's husband or her husband? Her sister's husband. Okay, yeah. Okay. Now I was like, ah, oh. because she was like, kind of, but I, she was kind of confused at first. But I think she heard us. <laughs> if you're that fucking drunk, I don't think you were probably being that quiet. No. And I was like, ah, oh, uh, she's like, hey. I was like, hey. And I was like, oh, I gotta wait. Oh, and it like hit me. <laughs> and then I went back into the room. I was like, hey. She's like, hey. And I was like, I just met your twin sister, <laughs> and I'm naked. And she's like, that's fucking funny. She's a cool chick, man. I like to this day. I still don't know why we did it. And after that, we never talked. <laughs> like it was just, it was just weird. It was like there was no hard feelings. Like we stopped talking the first time, and f- we couldn't figure out why. And then we just all of a sudden started talking about had a good time, hooked up, and it wasn't like we didn't want us want to talk. It was just like well, okay, this is whatever. Fuck it. I mean, it was horrible sex in both of our parts. Like it was not memorable <laughs> at all. Like, I don't even know how many shots me and her did, but it was fucking. I mean, when you're that drunk, you can't really hold each other responsible for how good or bad it is. Yeah, it was bad, man. I've never, I've never. It was, to the point, it was so drunk, I honestly, like, because she really wanted to, and I wanted to sleep. <laughs> I was like, I was just so fucking tired. Oh, we've all fucking been there. I was so fucking, I'm like sitting there, because I, I think we watched a movie for a minute. Because we closed out the bar. We're not, we almost closed out the bar. And, uh. Yeah, I can't remember honestly what movie we watched. We might not have watched the movie, but <laughs> you staring at the blank TV. It might, it might have been, but like getting back to her room, and I was like, I just remember waking up in the morning, and be like, ha ha, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> uh, well, that's probably the drunkest, one of the drunkest I've ever been. I uh, I will say on Saint because I don't get because I I mean first of all I will say this weekend in Columbus really showed like. A, my age is starting to catch up with me because at one at one a.m. we were all kind of like, "Oh man, I can't believe we've been out. How late it must be. They must be getting close to closing up." Look at my watch, and I'm like, "It's eleven o'clock, guys." We're just like, "Oh shit." Yeah, we're 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 getting, we're, we're all in our thirties now, and but uh, and also just how fucking hungover we were the next morning. I used to never get hangovers at all, depending on what I drank. Uh, but and it was St. Patrick's Day. I got I got beer drunk. Beer drunk, Mike is not. A oh, pleasant really? individual. No, I wound up spilling my heart out about some shit on Snapchat that night. Mm. Woke up the next morning, was like, "Why do I have five, five, like fifty-five fucking new stories posted on Snapchat?" I'm watching. It's like, oh god, and everybody has seen this. Oh fuck! Can't be bad as one time my buddy posted a picture and he realized his dick was in the picture. Oh, Buddy's name uh, Chris Evans. No, he's literally like he took a picture of something, but like there was a reflection. He didn't see it. It was just his dick. <laughs> and he sent it to like a lot of people, and it was on a Snapchat story. I was like, "Dude, Daniel, your dick is." He's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Oh fuck." I he did. Have, he, he had no fucking idea. I had one. I posted to. It was on. It was on. This is not a picture of my dick. It was on Instagram one time. And it got taken down. And I was like, why the fuck? Well, it turns out I was drunk when I posted it. But in the reflection of my glasses, you could see the porn I was watching. <laughs> and I guess it was enough that either somebody reported it or Instagram caught it and fucking pulled the picture titties, down. Titties, titties. Like, okay. We don't do free the nip anymore. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah. 
We hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. Do you have any crazy drinking stories of your own? We'd love to hear them. Just go over to our website, tblpod.net, and click the little blue microphone icon, and you can leave us a voice message. Tell us one of your crazy drinking stories. We'd love to hear it, and we'll share it on next week's episode. I, I saw an old episode of Fear Factory the other day. Fucking Joe Rogan with hair, man. I know. He should have <laughs> got rid of it a long time ago. Holy shit. Also, he held on that for a while. Oh, I, I remember. I remember the first time I saw him bald. I was like, why didn't he do this sooner? Looks way better bald. Oh, yeah. Well, so does Steve Harvey. Yeah, that's true. That's flat top that he had for God knows how long. True. Um, yeah, fucking Joe Rogan, man. Um, I was watching that episode. I was like, wow, you could. I couldn't tell back then, but you can really tell now. He was destined to be a douchebag. <laughs> he hated that show, though. Did he really? Oh, he fucking hated it. Because there's like a, there's a, he talks about, like, I know you don't like him, but I listen to this podcast. Yeah. He actually talks about, like, how, like, he's like, you can't make these people do this. Like. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, this is, this is insane. Like, like the, this is like, I, like, he actually feared for, like, a lot of the contestants. Oh, a lot sure. Of stuff. You're like, someone who's afraid of the dark and you're, and you're locking them in a, windowless room with no lights on and yeah and the weird thing is like people think because he is kind of, he is a douchebag he can be but he like he's like very like mentally positive type person mm-hmm. and so like him like telling those the contestants they can do it was like him being like i want them to win like i yeah because i mean it changes their life for fucking ever he's like but i he's like i hated the show he's like i hated I, it so much i could never host that sh- like no like, that's so torturous so he's like from day one. He's like, and I don't think Joe Rogan's a bad dude. I just think he's a douchebag. Oh, he can be a douchebag. I'm sure he'll make, he can be a douchebag. Yeah. I think he gets a lot of bad crap for, because he's very central and his thinking. I, the main, the main thing I don't like about him and his show. And, 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 Cause I know I, I make the joke all the time that our show is Joe Rogan without the douche factor, whatever. It makes me laugh. My thing is it is it with his show. It always feels like he's going for the sound bite. I don't think so. Really? No. I, I, the, every time I watch it, I always feel like he's just he's trying to go for the sound bite, going a little too hard for the, this will get me quoted, this will get me tweeted about. Like, I feel like he tries a little too hard sometimes. Well, I don't I don't get that vibe. When he's with his friend comics. Yeah. So if you listen to his ones, like, if you look into the ones comics, like him and his buddies, okay. it's them just fucking goofing off the entire time. Okay. Like, he got shit for Bill Burr about the mask thing. Like, he believes in masks. Mm-hmm. Like, but, and like, I listened to the episode live. Like, he believes in masks. He always thought it was a good idea to do masks, but they took one excerpt out of the whole thing. He was just trying to get Bill Bird wild up because Bill Bird wild up is like fucking. It's the best thing it's ever. A, it's hilarious. Yeah. And I listened to the thing live and I was just like, okay. And then when there's this thing that came out, it's like, he doesn't believe in masks. And I was like, no, he does. Like, I, if you listen to the whole event interview, like he says he does. Mm-hmm. He was literally trying to get Bill Bird to like. Because uh, at that point, then that's just, you can tell that's someone just trying to fucking but his, like, shit, on, shit he, on him. Yeah. I like listening to his interviews with just random people I would never have known because he, he's surprised he, cause he knows he's stupid mm-hmm. and he'll tell you, tell them that during the interview. And it is very, he, sometimes he has the people break it down to like a, somebody who hasn't done that stuff before. And it's like really kind of cool. I think the other thing that bugs me about him is just, is I know, like in general, he's a, he's a good interviewer. Um, my problem is when I watch his interviews, it's the, it's the same thing. The same thing with Mark Maron, honestly, is I don't listen to Mark Maron. I don't like, I, 
I have the same problem with both of them is like they'll ask a question mm-hmm. and then they'll ask five more before the person gets a chance to answer the first yeah, one. Yeah, because it's like, oh, because then they'll, they'll ask a question and there's like, I have a question about within your question type thing. Yeah. Like, why are you going this? Yeah. No, I, and I agree with that. Yeah. That's weird. That drives me nuts because both of them do it. It reminds me of a child. Like, why? Yeah. Why? I get it. No. And, I don't. I see where you're coming from. And maybe that maybe I'm just a little old school in that because I I mean I do my interviews more more from like a journalism background, I guess. And so that that could be part of it as well. But it just it's it's like it's like nails on a chalkboard for me when like he asks, you know, Will Arnett when one of like uh, Mark Marin, for example, was interviewing Will Arnett, he asked him a question. And like just as Will Arnett starts to speak, Mark Marin hits him with like three more questions. And I'm like, dude, let him fucking answer the first one. Holy shit. One thing I thought was nice with Rogan though was like he got the interview Bernie Sanders. He did the Bernie Sanders yeah. and he did the Tulsi Gabbard. And I loved both of them so much. Mm-hmm. So I was like, because he's basically like, I don't like any of the other fucking. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to interview Trump. I don't want to interview Biden. Like these are the people like. Because people think he's like an extreme like rightist or whatever. No, he's like pretty left leaning. I, th- I think it's his energy. Cause yeah, because he, he gives off the kind of energy you'd you'd expect from like Alex Jones at Infowars. Yeah, well, he's he's also friends with Alex, but he's known Alex for fucking like twenty plus years before right. Alex was like Alex yeah. now. Yeah, and like and that's he's like and he even me he's like I stopped talking to him because like when he, especially when it came with the Sandy Hook shit he was mm-hmm. such shit he was like I yeah it's kind of fucked up well it's part of the reason why he basically sponsors his own shows because he knows he can't get oh alex yeah. jones not not Joe yeah, yeah. alex jones he can't get he can't get a third party backers with some fuck of the shit no. that he says yeah fuck no he's lucky he's allowed on the air as much as he but i mean he does his his more his straight podcast though because there's no alex jones isn't on tv he's not on youtube they pulled him out of everything it's just his podcast now okay. i think yeah he's not on youtube twitter or anything like that well, good news alex it'll keep your costs down um, but I think the biggest thing is like with what got hurt Rogan was the trans athletes one. I don't okay, know I've heard some people, so many people refer to this that I actually, I don't know what well, that's about. The whole thing is like, there is an interesting thing and it is kind of weird to talk about, but it's like, there's this lady transition mantras into a woman that was going in amateur MMA and beating the shit out of. So male to female trans. Now I'm an MMA Compe- fighter. Competing as a female MMA fighter. Yeah. As beating like, the female athletes. Yeah, and like, and like they're sitting there like just literally beating the shit out of these amateur women. Mm-hmm. Broke one of their skulls oh, during shit. a fight and almost killed her. And one of the women was like, I've never been hit like that before in my entire life as an amateur fighter. Mm-hmm. And his argument was like, at some point you have to say, like, I don't care if you're trans or not, but like, you have to say, yes, I was born a man at this point because mm. nobody knew she was trans either. Mm. They thought she was just a woman. She saw the, the, she was, and if you looked at her pictures, like you're like, that is a woman. No, and mm. it was, it was a I mean, woman now, but mm. like was born male and transitioned to a female. Gotcha. And like, and I kind of agree with the point. I was like, especially in like a context for it like that is like, sh- she could have killed somebody. Oh, uh, so they're going, they're, they're, they're going, their, their, their angle is not, not angle sounds bad, but you know what I'm saying? Um, their thought, point, process. their thought process is because this person was born physically as a man, there's a, there's like a, like an inherent. You have to, and, I, don't, I don't know how the science works. Look, don't get me wrong. No, I, 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 and I know there's a thing with like, when you go through the hormone therapy and all that, it will change how you're 
your body will, you know, like develop muscle. Like I, I, I've heard all that uh, explained to me a hell of a lot better than I just did. Um, I mean, I, I get the point of view. Yeah. I, I 100% point, do. Yeah, if you have these amateur fighters coming in, like you like break a woman's skull. Mm-hmm. That's like, whoa, like. Yeah. Very, because they all, I mean, a couple more on record are saying like, I've never been hit like that before ever. Right. And like the thing wasn't, they were like, I can't remember. Uh, the thing wasn't, they wish they would have known. Mm-hmm. So they could have like maybe prepared for it or. It just would have known because obviously yeah. when she fought a real like, cause she, I mean, crushed amateur, like mm-hmm. went through the amateur rankings. But when she actually fought like a real MMA fighter and mm-hmm. got destroyed. For sure. But you're fighting amateurs at this point. Yeah. They're amateurs for a reason, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, I, I, I've heard a few people bring up the whole, like, should uh, uh, people like questioning if like someone who was once a man is now a woman should be allowed to compete in women's sports because, well, they're born a man, have whatever. The only thing that bugs me isn't like, and I don't care. Like, I don't care if anybody transitions, whatever, do, do you. Like um, Elliot Page, you see Elliot Page release that new yeah fucking abs like a motherfucker. Holy like, shit! Makes me look like shit. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but um, with that, I'm just like, I think with like combat sports in general, like it's just kind of like one of those things where you're like, fuck, like, because muscle does develop different with testosterone. Yeah. I guess, I guess, like I said, I know with, you know, the hormone therapy and all that, I know things like that change. I, I don't know enough about it because it's, it's not something that really affects me a whole lot. So I can't say I've done all the research on it, but just from what I know from friends who have gone through it. Um, yeah, I guess it would just depend on how far along in that process they were. I don't know. That this when, we, when you start getting to stuff like this, it's like there's so know, much. I don't know shit about yeah, that. There's but just so like, much gray area of. When you read the story about that, you're like, yeah. fuck, like, especially when, when she cracked open a woman's skull, you're like, God, mm, take a break. Damn. <laughs> Holy like, shit. Yeah. But don't they like weight class those people and shit? They still I weight mean. class them. Well, honestly on that one, I don't, they're supposed to, I don't know if they did on these, yeah. but, that, he, but he got shit on that. Mm-hmm. They said he was anti-trans. Oh, Joe, trans. Joe Rebecca. Yeah. Joe and Rebecca. I was just like, that's not trans, mm-hmm. anti-trans at all. Like. He's remarking on the fact that somebody crushed someone's skull with their hands. Yeah. It's fucked up no matter who. I just just think it was very weird because they even took the Bernie Sanders segments and tried to use Joe Rogan's Bernie Sanders segments against Bernie Sanders. I think I saw some of that in like some of the anti-Bernie ads that were on TV. What the fuck? Like, yeah. Ah, whatever. I'm I'm so glad we're out of fucking political seat well i mean we're never out of politics partially the only reason why i listen to him is when i go out on road trips like he usually has like the longest podcast to listen to yeah no it's i it's i I do listen to longer podcasts and i think that's because i'm so used to being on the road as much as i as i was pre-covid so like i was talking to somebody today and i was like you know i don't listen i haven't listened to as many podcasts period since the pandemic because I went from having three, four trips a year where I'd be on the road for nine hours at a time. Now it's like I'm driving 15 minutes to work and that's it. So, yeah. um, but I would usually do that. Like I would, I, I would listen to shows that had like, yeah, the two, three hour episodes and I'd save up like four of them and just fucking marathon the whole trip. Mm. Yeah. No, no, it's just other stuff. Like he did, he did the Bob Lazar interview and the Bob Lazar was the, 
I did. alien one. Right. And Captain Fravor. There's also the alien, the Tic Tac videos and that type of stuff. I yeah. Kinda brought, it kind of brought back that stuff back to like front and center, mm-hmm. which was nice. So I did see one of his with Ron White was really good. Because, I mean, you, you ask Ron White to come on and tell stories for two hours, and you're going to just... Gets fucking... Oh, my God. I love that guy so much. Um, I, and, and so to, to compliment Joe Rogan, and then to compliment Mark Maron, his interview with Barack Obama is incredible. I, I didn't know the interview Barack he Obama. Got to have, he got to have Barack Obama in when he was still in office. That's wild. Yeah, and he, was ta- he, he talked about on the show, like, because he did the show in his garage. He converted his garage into a, into a, yes. into a studio, and he talked about how... Secret Service had to come in like the day before and the day of sweep the place and like yeah it was but it was an amazing interview if you talk about one of the most I mean I everyone talks about how chilled and laid back Obama was to begin with but him on Marin's show was just some next level shit it's like I was surprised he wasn't sitting there like fucking smoking a joint with him <laughs> <laughs> that'd be wild dude I, I need to listen to that interview because I, I liked Barack Obama's uh, interview with David Letterman Oh, it was great. That's fantastic. It was, just, it was incredible. It was so good. I think Marin did with did one with Michelle too. I'd have to double check. Somebody did one with Michelle Obama that was really good, and I can't remember who it was now. Hey, we hope you guys are still enjoying the show. What are your thoughts on Joe Rogan and Mark Marin and interview podcasts like that? Do you have any favorite episodes, favorite guests they've had? Let us know what you think. Head on over to our website, tblpod.net, and click that little blue microphone icon. Leave us a voice message telling us what you think. So, Barack or Michelle, if you want to be on the show. (laughs) By all means. Just 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 a cat? Yeah, there's a cat here. Um, Security might have a problem with her, but... We fucking so because we're going on vacation in June. I took my my mom was saying, well, why don't you leave Rosie at our house mm-hmm. while we're on vacation, so that that way when because my aunt, my aunt and uncle aren't going with us, but they said because they're going to come over and and feed feed our cat. This way they can just go to one place instead of going to two places. Well, the problem is my, my cat gets along great with other cats. My sister's cat, not so much. The she, devil. She, she well, she's a little black cat with fangs, and I call her a demon all the fucking time because she looks like well she's lost her teeth now so she looks like toothless from how to train your dragon but <laughs> um but she's a bitch i tell them i the, the five years i lived there i'd say that cat's a bitch and they'd be like what are you talking about she's nice to us i'm like yeah she's nice to you because she's a bitch to me so that when i complain about it you guys don't fucking believe me <laughs> well they fucking believe me now because they took rosie over today and the whole time, Twyla, my sister's cat, just fucking hissed and spit and growled at her and shit. Mm-hmm. So then my mom reached over to try to calm her down. She fucking swatted at my mom and hissed at her. My mom was like, oh, my God, you are a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've been telling you that for five fucking years. This cat was I would because I used to live in, in my mom's basement. I'd go downstairs. She'd be on my bed. and I'd go, hey, Twyla. And she'd just go. <laughs> I'd be like, the fuck did I do to you? You bitch. Give her the finger. Chew her off my bed. She'd hiss at me, run away. I'm like, I don't even fucking care. Shit, dude. My fucking cats, they caught a fucking mouse in her house. Oh, shit. And I was like, what the fuck? First, I thought it was a toy. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, wait a second. That looks a little real. That's a fucking mouse. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is this guy? I don't know idea how I got in the house. Didn't find any droppings or anything like that. But I was like, what the fuck? Made me wonder how long it had also been sitting there because I thought it was a toy. Oh, shit. That's true. Fuck. I got a lot of mouse-shaped toys in this house. Oh, God I damn it. I do, too. And I'm like, what the f- that's so real looking. That's and I was fun. like, I got closer to it. I was like, wait a second. That's not a moon. That's, that's a, a space st- station. 
Rosie's been cleaning up the fucking bugs. I'll give her that. She keeps catching flies and spiders and shit, so she's, you know, paying her rent. <laughs> Which is so weird, though. It's just like, it, it, no blood, just a dead mouse. I think it just. They sucked the blood dry, put took a fucking straw in it, and just. <laughs> I did find a neck. straw, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> a little kitten straw. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Basement Lounge. If you guys want to know more about the show or get more involved in any way, shape, or form, head on over to our website, tblpod.net. That's tblpod.net. Leave us a rating and review on the reviews page and click the little blue microphone to send us a voice message. Let us know what you thought of today's show and share your thoughts on what we talked about. We'll see you guys again in next week for a brand new episode. Every Wednesday, 8 a.m. is when they drop. Until then, as always, live well, rock on, take care, and bye bye <laughs>